revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey guys, welcome back to another week. If this is your first time here, my name is Alicia Perkins. I am a career development coach and I empower corporate leaders to increase their impact, income, and influence. Today, I'm going to be talking about toxic work environments. Um, I wanted to talk about this for one, because I know that it does happen, and two, because I think people can use this word toxic a little too out of context. Now, by no means am I, am I saying that there are not any environments that are, but I want to talk about it so you can start seeing, is it the workplace or is it me? Because if you don't desire to grow or to be stretched or to even be self-aware, everything is going to feel toxic, right? And so when you have a job, I tell people, if you want everything to go your way all the time, friend, you don't need a job. Go start your own thing. Because as long as you work for somebody else, there's going to be rules. There there will always be something that you don't like. So don't ever get into this mindset of, I got to find the perfect job, right? So when you start to even, you know, think about what the work environment should be, you have to think about there are many personalities there, right? Half the time you wouldn't even be friends with the people if you guys didn't share the same job, right? So people tend to put just unrealistic expectations on the work environment. Now, again, there are some things that you you should not have to deal with, right? When I, when I think about toxic environments, to at one perspective, I think about stuff that does cause damage to your mental health, to your physical health and things of that sort. But there is another perspective of those environments that can cause harm as far as your actual career growth. And so I think that when people use the word toxic, they need to understand what it is that they are really saying, right? Because is it is the environment toxic or is it something that you just don't like? And that's something that I had to come to terms with myself is that just because I don't like something does not mean that it's wrong, right? Or just because something is being ran in a certain way that that I wouldn't do it in, it doesn't mean that it's wrong either. So I think the most important thing to really being able to define whether or not a work environment is really toxic is being able to be self-aware, which is One of my biggest things I talk about all the time, self-awareness will change your life, right? Because when you are self-aware, you'll start saying, okay, is my environment the problem or is it me? Is my environment the problem or is it how I'm choosing to respond? And so people tend to react to stuff rather than respond. And you may not realize it, but you could be contributing to the toxicness. Is Is that a word? Well, it's going to be a word today. Um, (laughs) And so I want to really be able to really, you know, shine some light on some stuff. Because, you know, when you work in an environment when there is no trust, right? When there is no communication. Like I know you guys have heard about Google laying off 12,000 people, right? They literally signed on 
and was told on the screen that they that they had been fired. Like, no, no I mean, because I remember like maybe like mid last year, people was up in arms because I don't remember who it was. Was it was it Better Health? Okay, I, I don't want to throw any names out there, but there was somebody who laid off everybody on Zoom, right? And now we have <laughs> now we have a story to where twelve thousand employees were being laid off. And I can't even really say it was an email. I mean, I guess you can call it that to where you sign on to work and all your stuff don't work. I'm like, now we're probably like, wait a minute. Maybe the Zoom wasn't so bad. (laughs) Right. And I get that 12,000 people. That's a lot of people. But I still think that there needs to be some care for the people who work for you to do what you have to do to make sure that it's done in the most respectful way right because if you because there was one story of one guy I'm pretty sure there were a lot more but there was one I saw on LinkedIn he he worked there for 16 years and that's how he was laid off right he was laid off that way and so you could think wait a minute I've put all of this time here with you guys right I've helped with the success that you guys have and you're gonna in this and this is how you do me yes can't take it personal. I'm not saying that it's right, but this is why I tell y'all all the time. To a certain extent, they don't care about you, right? And 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 I say that, I'm not saying that the people on your job don't care about you, you, but at the end of the day, they will always put their success first. And so when you get that in your mind, you'll stop saying stuff like, I gotta stay from my team. They need me. No, they don't. <laughs> They may need you for the moment, but if they have to make a choice, friend, you gone, right? And so when you are working in environments where there is a lack of trust, when you feel like you can't say nothing, when you feel like there is it's more of a dictatorship than an actual partnership, it can be toxic to you in to a certain degree. And I want to explain this, right? Because when you're working in an environment over eight hours a day, giving your attention and your focus and even being the environment of something over 40 hours a week, how you act within that time frame can begin to change who you really are, right? So if you work in an environment to where you feel like you can't say anything or you feel like everything that you bring forth is stupid or dumb or it doesn't mean anything, it can start to make you not only insecure at work, but it makes you insecure overall, right? And so that's when people use the word toxic. I can see it to a certain degree, but also there are certain times when things are not toxic, right? But there are times when you may work in a very high stress environment. And this is why I don't think that it's one bar for everybody. I think that everybody may have their own tolerances because there are some environments that could be very high stress to some people, but to you it's not. And so I do think it's more of, of how we perceive things other than like an actual one standard. And that's why this podcast was like called Navigating the Gray Area, right? Because, you know, it's like, what can we really call toxic other than the obvious of, you know, racism and abuse and things of that sort? I do believe when you have someone that completely disregards the overall um, health of the people that work for them or just the overall well being everybody on the team is strictly overworked everybody on the team is exhausted everybody on the team is just drained and worn out or even discouraged or even not 
motivated. And that's why, you know, 99.99% of the time where there is a toxic environment, there is a poor leader there. And I'm not talking about if there's just that one on you know, that one on the team that's always, that always has a complaint. I'm talking about if the overall morale of the team sucks, then that is definitely on leadership. And that's why I think it's so important to be self-aware. I think it's so important to have some kind of emotional intelligence to a certain degree to where you're able to really assess things and you are really able to see what is really going on around you. Because for the people that cause something toxic but won't speak up, I just don't understand that, right? Because, you know, you can't get to the point to where you get this mindset of, okay, it is what it is, okay, but you have all these complaints, but you've never said anything, right? And you can't sit back and say, well, they should know. Well, I mean, yeah, true. But I mean, if you keep allowing yourself to go back and forth into the same environment, you won't say anything, nor will you look for anything else, but you choose to go into the same environment every day. Now, now we have to look at who's to blame. And I tell you, tell you, this is a hard conversation. I know it's hard for some of y'all because I'm like, but but no, but but no, nothing, right? When you get to the point of of being able to understand that, you know what? If I if I don't like something, I, I don't have to be here, right? And people say, well, no, you know, there are certain obligations and bills. Hey, I get it, I get it, but people will literally not even think to create a plan to leave. Right, it's easier to just complain about something. And I'm gonna say this in their mind, it's easier to just com- to just complain about something than to make the necessary steps and the moves to get better. And this is why I say, is it the workplace or is it you? Because you know, I tell people, you can't fix your job, you can't fix your workplace unless you work at the top, right? And so I think even the fact of spinning your wheels and trying to fix something that cannot be fixed. I think that's also toxic to yourself, right? Because you keep telling yourself, if I keep doing enough, things will change. I have been in some environments where things were necessarily not the best, right? But I spoke up and things did change, right? But I've also had been in environments where I spoke up and guess what? It didn't. So at the time that it didn't change, that was a sign for me. Hold on. If you won't change, that means that I have to change. And then in the in the um in the change I'm talking about is where I work, you know. And so when you start to really become self-aware and start seeing, wait a minute, is my workplace really toxic or I just don't like hearing about myself? When I say hearing about myself, meaning I don't like anybody to to challenge me. I don't like to have difficult conversations, right? All I want to do is just come to work and just shut down, right? So is the workplace really toxic or are there certain things about your personality that is not vibing with the place that you work? Now, I'm not talking about you have to be a person that just comes to work and be best friends with everybody. But what I am saying is that if you come to work every day with a sour face or you come to work with with an attitude of don't y'all talk to me today, what kind of environment do you think, like, how do you think that feels? Like, you know, and people are so quick. I and mean, I know, I know you're like, well, what Alicia is. But hey, if it don't apply, you can let it fly. 
what people are so quick to complain about the people that they work with. And I'm like, have you ever thought about what is it like working with you? It's so easy to see everybody else's faults. It's so easy to see what everybody else is doing wrong. But have you ever sat back and thought about what is it like working with me? Like, what is it like for somebody to to give me feedback? What is it like for somebody to come and share their thoughts about something with me? Now, I'm not saying, guys, because I know people love to go to extremes, right? I am not saying that, you know, everything is your fault. But what I am saying is that have you ever even allowed your mind to even go to, hey, it could be me. Some people won't even let themselves think that, right? They automatically have taught themselves that if something is going wrong, then it's somebody else's fault except mine. But you you have to get to a point, not only in your career, but in your life, when you start saying, okay, wait a minute, if I have the same problem everywhere I go, is it my environment or is it me? Because you can't outrun you. It doesn't matter how many new jobs you get, you're still going to have to deal with you. And so if you find yourself getting job after job after job and you're facing the same thing, it's time to sit back and, and start to think, is it me or is it the jobs? Right. And, you know, you cannot control how other people respond, but you can control what you do. Absolutely. It's about you being able to respond and not react. And people have taught themselves to just react to things other than sit down and think about how should I respond? That's why I'm I'm the kind of person, if something kind of makes me upset, I can't talk about it just at that moment, right? If if I'm really upset about something, I'm like, hey, let's just kind of come back and just circle back with this, (laughs) right? Because I know that, you know, every emotion that I feel isn't right. Oop, that's a word. Every emotion that I feel isn't right. And many people will not admit that. They have told themselves that everything I think is right, everything I feel is right. And that's just not the case, right? It's, it's, it's not the case. The other day, my husband did something and it really bothered. I was like, why is it, why am I so irritated? Why, why is this bothering me so much? And I, and I said, oh, you know what? I looked at my app and I said, oh, it's that time of the month for me. Like sometimes your hormones will have you feeling extra sensitive about stuff. And I know that, you know, people don't want to hear this because they say, oh, that's just an excuse. No, right? And I'm not saying it's always that, but I'm saying, have you ever thought to yourself, okay, is what this person has done or said, is something really wrong with it? Or is something else going on in my life that's causing me to react in this way? Being mature enough to have conversations with yourself and say, hey, Alicia, you could possibly be wrong in this. Because I remember how it was when there was stuff in my life that was happening. Sometimes at work, I didn't really want to be bothered, right? It wasn't because people at work was wrong. It was just that, you know, you find yourself in certain vibes and moods. But the thing about it is, is to be able to control it is to be able to think, okay, wait a minute, I work with a lot of different personalities. So let me make sure that I'm not just being sensitive. Now, again, I am not saying, because people like to be extreme, I am not saying that bad things don't happen in the workplace. I'm just saying, have you ever thought about 
in the times when things are going wrong, is there something that I can do? Or is it something that I've done? Or is it something that I have not done? You know, so if you are being stressed out with your with things at work, if you are not feeling respected at work, have you said anything? And so we can't get into the place of what they should just know. No, friend, it doesn't work like that. And this is where we come into the place of just personal development, being able to acknowledge those areas that are weak and knowing that areas need to be developed. And also being able to just know your own triggers, understand understanding your reactions to difficult situations, right? Not just knowing how you will react to something, but knowing why. And when you start to really deep dive into why you respond the way that you respond, now you could deal with what is the problem. And I also think being able to operate with a level of compassion, not only for the people that you work with, but also for yourself, right? And when you start to operate with a level of self-compassion and having compassion for other people, it's going to help you when to recognize when it's time to speak up for yourself and also set boundaries. Because even when you set boundaries, that's not for the other person. That's for you, right? That's Those are like limits for you to know, okay, either it's time to leave, either it's time to have an actual conversation. Like that's just a sign like, wait a minute, something has to actually happen here. But if you keep throwing your boundaries around, like if there's some kind of chokehold for everybody else, you're missing the whole point of you needing to set boundaries. And it's not about so much as when you have boundaries that they have to be enforced or shoved down people's throats. The boundary is a red flag for you to know when it's time for something to change. And so I don't want you guys to think that I'm saying that you guys are being too sensitive. Again, I think everybody has their own level of tolerance. The whole point of this is for you to just sit back and reflect, right? If you are in an environment that you necessarily don't like, is there anything that I can do to make this environment better? If you've done what you can do, okay, well, now you got to make the choice of whether you choose to stay or leave. But if you choose to stay, right? Know that it's no longer on your workplace, it's on you. And people, that they want to be a hero in every situation. And I think that in itself is just toxic because now you put the weight of, I got to be able to fix everything on your, like that weight is on you and that, and that can become really heavy. And now your focus is no longer on being able to operate in your expertise and what they paid you to do. Now your focus is, is, you know, you find yourself trying to save a whole work culture and they didn't, they did not pay you for that. So what I want you guys to do is I want you guys to start understanding the difference between personal triggers and an actual toxic environment, right? Because it could just be you being triggered by something else. And it's so important to be able to understand those two, right? Because you don't want to remove yourself out of something that is actually good for you because there are certain environments that you need to be in because there are certain skills there are certain skills and traits that need to be developed so you are able to maintain the success that you want and you being able to sit down and think about and you being able to take the time to even reflect on your thoughts and your emotions and even consider 
how they may be influencing how you perceive things. And I want you to start to really pay attention to how you respond to certain things and start to see, okay, am I projecting my own insecurities on the people that I work with? And then another thing that's scary to people is to seek feedback. I think you should seek feedback from people that you know that is going to be honest with you and start to maybe get a different perspective of how you could possibly be being perceived. And I think this this is going to be able to help you to understand your own triggers and not only being able to understand them, but start to really create more effective strategies for actually managing them. And this is the reason why I have made a one-to-one coaching program called The Best You, because it's not just focused on your job. It's not just only on your expertise, but it's also on helping you really become a better you because you can have a desire for all this success, but if you don't become who you need to be in order to, to sustain the success, you will never see it. And I think that people, they want to wait for the opportunity to come and then they say, okay, I will change, but no change now. And when you start to change, you'll start seeing that all of these opportunities that you ever wanted, they'll come to you. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If I stepped on your toes, I'm sorry, but not really, but I don't know. (laughs) And so again, if you have any topics that you want to hear on the podcast, please send me an email at hello at IamAliciaFergus.com. If you're wanting to work with me one-to-one please make sure that you go to IamAliciaPerkins.com and find out more information there. Also, guys, I am on LinkedIn. I am on IG. I am on TikTok. I am on YouTube. I do stream like every week. I have an actual live stream I do every week. All of those live streams are saved on my YouTube channel. And my name on YouTube is I am Alicia Perkins. And so I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.